Hey sluts, I'm Aubrey, an Aquarius Sun, Scorpio Moon, Taurus Rising. And I'm Danny, a Sagittarius Sun, Leo Moon, Libra Rising. And, and we're, we're your Astro Sluts. We're doing a special little Pride Month episode to close out June this year. We're going to talk about different types of relationship structures and just queerness and astrology and glitter and rainbows. <laughs> Thanks for calling Astro Sluts. Leave your birth time. If you want to know how to get that guy, text their mom. We're going to need that time. We'll be your latest crush. Call us Astro Sluts. What kind of updates do you have for us, Danny? Um, I am dating my crush <laughs> exclusively yeah. now. And the reason I really wanted to bring that up <laughs> is I had a really good therapy session this week. And I thought it might just be like helpful for anyone in a similar boat. Um, I just have, like, such an aversion to, like, a boyfriend label. Mm -hmm. Like, it just has such a negative connotation to me. It's nothing, like, about really being in a relationship. It's really just, like, I just, like, don't want to have a boyfriend. Like, it was terrible when I had one. Totally. Why would I, you know, keep putting again. myself through things yeah. that are terrible? And it was just, like, my therapist was, like, it's literally fine. Like, you could just date someone exclusively. Yeah. Like, that's fine. If that's, like, she's, like, it's really not that different. But if for you, that doesn't seem, like terrible yeah like it's fine and I think that kind of just gets into like what we're going to talk about this whole episode is like you can do whatever you want all the time always <laughs> and like even if it seems silly and just like labels the label on things like if things just like make you cringe like you just don't have to do it yeah. and like as simple as just being like I don't really want to call someone my boyfriend but like we're dating exclusively like what's really the difference I don't know for me it's really new still so like maybe that'll change but like for me that's like such a different thing yeah and I feel like some people would be like what are you talking about and I think that's just like your your little weird things you have with whatever is like it's all valid yeah it's hard though when like the other person things yeah. different things are important to them no if for you're sure. with someone that's like no I need you to be my mm -hmm. whatever and you're like ah no th I, that is always yeah no tricky. absolutely and I think it's like a conversation we'll probably need to have like more seriously yeah um but yeah, I don't know. Something else that's like kind of hard about it is like I just like I'm really busy. Yeah. And we literally like get 12 hours a week together. Yeah. And like I don't want to like do that with it. Like I know you have to, and I know like <laughs> I just have to find a way to like balance yeah, our time, course. which is a challenge. Yeah. We'll like I'm like we have like one time to hang out and have fun. Like I don't want to be like so. <laughs> right. Yeah. You want to like just enjoy it. And have yeah. Fun. Yeah, it's hard to do. If I've learned anything, it takes some trial and error. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, what about you? I feel like I don't have anything, like, too crazy mm -hmm. to share with the world this week. Um, I did. It is, like, the Pride Day mm -hmm. that we are recording. So I went to my first Pride Parade today. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That was your first one. Yeah, I've always been just, like, busy during Not, that. Yeah. Um, like had work or yeah, dance totally. or whatever. So yeah. Fun. So that's cute. Um it was like weird like after 
this week. Yeah. Being so, like, discouraging. Yeah, absolutely. For existing in general. Yeah, no, literally. And then going to, like, yeah, parade. A it was celebration. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was hard. I mean, yeah, I was talking with the wife, you know, the other yeah. day. And we were saying, like, uh, like, just talking about, like, protesting and things. And I was like, well, we've got a protest to go to on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> Like, literally. trying to, like, frame it as that kind of. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I wore, like, a, a cute little mesh top. Cute. I wore my bedazzled baby girl Oh, shirt. I saw on Be Real. Yes, love with my top. they, them Yes, fin. I saw. I was like, it's called so irony. Cute. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. But um, Nuance. Exactly. Depth, yeah, range, <laughs> duality, <laughs> literally. Um, but I was like, I felt discouraged this morning because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to cover my nipples. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, Do I have to? I don't think and so. My partner was like, Well, you don't have to do anything. Like, yeah, do, like, do whatever you want. And then I was like, Well, I. Like, what does the law say? Like, you know what I mean? I was just yeah. like annoyed. I ended up covering them, and it was hot. I had like black, Little, like X yeah, pasties, cute. so it was like a vibe. It was a look. But I was like, just really a discouraging week. Yeah, absolutely. To have titties in a cervix. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was just like, damn. I know. They, Another one. They got me again. <laughs> Literally. But. You know, but here we are. I know it is interesting though, like how I just I feel like even within our like lifetimes, pride has changed so much. Yeah, one of my friends who's like a drag queen, like there has been like doing pride gigs all month, and like kept saying like after every weekend, being like, there are so many like queer kids out there. That is so like that special. was like their number one takeaway wow. from like going and doing drag in different cities like it's just like it's like crazy like how much times have changed yeah in the just like the past few years even I I thought was thinking today I think it's probably like has something to do with like directly with like gay marriage yeah absolutely being legalized and like now all those people that like got married then like yeah their children are now like walking and talking yeah absolutely and also just like the internet like people yeah. know that other people are doing that totally or like someone that comes from a way more like accepting diverse background can like just see a kid that like is not that in the very like accepting background but they're like oh no it's fine because right. i saw it on tiktok yeah the magic of TikTok. Literally. Um, yeah. We <laughs> love Gen Z, obviously. We, love Gen Z. we also thought we would talk a little bit about the astrology of the Gen Z. The magic <laughs> and astrology of Gen Z. Why we are just, you know. Above and beyond. So wacky and fun. <laughs> um, as you know, the like outer planets are more generational mm-hmm. than like you, the Mercury is moving so quickly. So, right. you know, or like the moon. Someone born two days away from you is going to have a different moon sign than you. But as they get more further out, they're more generational. So Gen Z over here has Pluto in Sagittarius. That's what really is going to spice things up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Pluto in Sagittarius is 
uh, or what was happening from 1995 to 2008. I personally love this timeline way better than the timeline they give for like actual Gen Z. Yeah. Because it really puts us on the cusp of it. And I'm like, mm. I would prefer to be seated comfortably. (laughs) Give me a two-year little buffer. I love going (laughs) off this timeline much better. It's not really on the cusp in our hearts. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, we're pretty solidly planted here in Gen Z (laughs) Really nothing like millennials. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And if you want to, like, take a moment to think about why that might be, the previous generation would have been Pluto and Scorpio Mm -hmm. so very different vibe than Sagittarius we know that just from looking at the two of us here in our outfits and everything we've talked about on this podcast (laughs) from day one basically Pluto is like I would say kind of the drama queen right of the zodiac it's Mm -hmm. gonna everything is Pluto makes everything feel like life or death yeah kind of vibe yeah, absolutely. It, like, brings a lot of things up. It has a lot to do with, people say, like, a lot of time, like, addiction mm-hmm. and trauma and a lot of things, like, dark, depthier, more, like, underworld vibes. If you recall from our Girls Blamed mythology, yeah. Pluto is Hades, so, like, right. the ruler of the, the underworld. underworld. So, all those things that are, like, hidden or mm-hmm. taboo. Yeah. But when it is in regards to, like, a generational sense, it's really just, like, the collective, like, collective purpose and kind of, like, what your little collective is, like, bringing forward Mm -hmm. to the world. You could think of it that way. So, obviously, like, Sagittarius is very, like, philosophical. It's a lot of big questions. So, like, what the fuck are we doing? Why are we here? Why does this happen? Why do things happen like this? Like very much like not feeding into like any structures or systems without being like, but why are we doing that though? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like freedom and adventure and Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, which is like abundant and big. And Pluto is like, (laughs) is it a planet? Right. Right. Tiny and alone and cold. Yeah. In the back corner of class. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, just a large difference between Mm -hmm. those energies. Like, Pluto is not, like, comfortable in Sagittarius. Unlike millennials in Scorpio. Yeah, a very Pluto is at home or there. Um, I thought something that was super interesting when I was just, like, thinking about this, too, and looking at it is, like, we're also the first generation to like have answers at our fingertips and have Mm -hmm. access to the internet and like just endless information. So I think the cool thing about it is like, we're asking the big questions, but we can also answer them. It's not like we're just saying like, why the fuck are these elderly people keep telling us what to do with our bodies? It's also like, we could be like, okay, this is actually why the fuck that's happening. And this is what we can do to change it. And here's Mm -hmm. how we can move forward. So I think that's something that's cool from probably like, whenever the fuck Pluto's in Sagittarius last or any kind of other signs that like maybe Gemini would have a similar like yeah kind of expansive energy like we can not only like sit around and think about those things but you can actually like take action and be like okay well here's what to do here's why here are my answers like laid out in front of me yeah I'll be interested to see what like the generation under Gen Z ends up being with Pluto and Capricorn which is so like authoritative I know I think that's very interesting I was thinking about that as well 
I was like, is it another rise of the girl boss? Is it something else? Like, what does that look like? Because obviously, like, you would think you want to just assume we keep evolving. Right, of course. But, but we might not. Right. Might beat fascism. Right. No, literally. Yeah. That's what I was like. You would, like, you obviously would like to just skip that and be like, Aquarius, Pisces, like... As yeah. the next generation's like, but we do have to go through that Capricorn. Right. And it's like, what is that about to bring about? And as always, like every planet is going through it. The mo- moon does it every month, but it, the like cycle of the Zodiac is right. so like that, like arc almost in like tarot kind of how cards yeah. are like a story. Yeah, absolutely. Very it's similar. A similar vibe. But yeah. yeah, the Pluto and Cap girlies. I'm hoping that like, yeah, I hope we you're really can burn it cool. to the ground and, and they then, create. Oh, that's nice. They create, they can build like, it back up. Yeah, like from a positive, scratch, like structure in a positive. Yeah, way. yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, I like that. so let's do that, you guys. <laughs> eight to twelve year olds, we're speaking to you directly <laughs> here. Our target audience. <laughs> we're gonna fuck everything up and destroy all systems in place and then you guys got it, right? are gonna fix that you guys got it it's no, gonna no, be good. i believe in you you guys i think it's gonna be good. totally got it <laughs> i think a good way to like um put into place the kind of like example from like almost the millennial to the gen z or the shift from like one kind of generation to another would be like even with like climate change i was thinking about it like I feel like the millennials are just like so climate gloom like we have six more (laughs) days on earth and the boomers ruined our lives and like I'm not saying that's not true but I think with like people our age there's such a rise in like climate optimism and like here's what's going right here's what we're doing like that's just so Mm -hmm. much more of like a movement online and like positivity within that space is so much more like relevant like I follow people whose like whole thing is like climate optimism and like imperfect sustainability and i think mm-hmm. that's just like a really good whereas the millennials were like here is my jar of <laughs> garbage from the last year <laughs> oh my god they're so crazy <laughs> but literally like you know what i mean like that just like different outlook like yeah we're still trying to fix shit but also like we can just still like have fun and have a nice time very sad while we're yeah, doing totally. it yeah i think also just like gen z humor yeah can very much be tied yeah. to this like yeah Pluto no and Sagittarius. it's like very dark yeah whereas like it is very like optimistic but i think it's it's really just like the vibe is like it's, it's not like, that deep it's just like we're all already fucked why don't yeah. we just like have a why nice don't we time laugh? literally our podcast is like so that that we're yeah. like I like, like why wouldn't we just why are we here if not to like have a good time right people ask us like how can you be so like vulnerable on your podcast we're like it's because like, not that deep. <laughs> right? like who cares if everyone knows our right. business like whatever like right the world is gonna no, end absolutely. like we might as well giggle about our love lives in public uh, literally <laughs> absolutely yeah, that is such a stark difference. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's obviously a lot of, like, internet humor as yeah. well. No, absolutely. Everything and moves a lot faster, too. Yes. Just, like, widespread. Yeah, like, quick, quick, witty to the point. And then we wrap it up move on to something else. Yes. And we're, like, <laughs> joking about, like, serious things right. as well. Literally. Too. And, like, we're all just on board with it. <laughs> We're like, Literally. yeah, there's no lines anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, very sad. 
Yeah. Overshare era. I think just also Gen Z is obviously responsible for like the widespread like expansion of queerness as yeah, well. Absolutely. Like it's not just like gay and lesbian. Yeah. Just giving millennial. You know what I no. mean? Like which so true. I respect my queer elders. Like, you know, yeah. the millennials no, absolutely. did a lot for us, but now we're like, what if yeah, we fuck it up even more? Whatever and just like, it's also like demanding more of like the general public. Yeah, absolutely. To like, get with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Figure it out. <laughs> Practice at home. Literally. You know? um, but we love Gen Z. We do. We love the queers. Yes. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Let's get into the episode. It's time for our advice segment. One of you wrote in to us. Hello, hello. Hope y'all are doing well and taking care, smiley face. Love y'all. Literally listen to the pod to get me in a better mood and always works. Y'all are a vibe. Super fucking cute and beautiful inside and out. Super smart and so nice. Thanks for existing. Keep up the great work with the pod. Oh my God. I promise you don't have to like give a compliment to enter our submission form, but I'll take them all. We love it. This is actually the segment where you say nice things. I'm like, let's add that next time. These are our mantras. Yeah. Like we are so fucking cute and nice. We are so fucking cute and nice. We'll <laughs> I was hoping to get some of y'all's thoughts on mine and my situationships placements. We get along really well since the first time we met. We both met at work. We don't work together anymore, though. We first bonded because of cartoons. We both love Steven Universe, for starters, LOL, and then found out that we both have the same type of ideals and ethics. We're both down with social social justice and anarchy. We're both liberal shitheads. We love literature by BIPOC folk. We both love performing. He's an actor, singer, dancer, and I perform slam poetry. He has a soft side and is one of the only people that is patient enough for me, lol. I'm very slow moving, emotional, sensitive, and need to take things at my own pace. I need lots of space. He's fun, chill, and so friggin' charming. We both love talking and listening, so it's beautiful. It's a beautiful give and take. And to top it all off, the sex is the best I've ever had. I'm a Cancer Sun, Leo Moon, Sagittarius Rising, Gemini Venus, and Mars. That is a roller Love coaster. That. Yeah. <laughs> the cancer and yeah. comparison and all that. Um, he's an Aquarius sun, Libra moon, cancer rising, wow. Capricorn Venus, Libra Mars. Interesting. Yeah. But wait, there's more. And on a separate but connected note, I also like one of my friends. We have a crush on each other. I've never done anything other than with cisgendered men, Uh but I know I'm also gay as fuck. I'm pan. She's so nice, so cute, so cool, best taste in music. She made me a playlist last year of all the songs we send each other since we first met. Like, how sweet is that? That's very sweet. We have less history, but have known each other longer. It's been super sweet and innocent so far. Whereas with my Aquarius love, I describe, I describe above, there's sweetness, but also just as much intensity, passion, uh-huh. and strong emotion. I think we are 
I think we at least want to kiss each other, but she's always either been super shy when it's just the two of us and we're both sober, or if she's under the influence and more outgoing around me, we tend to be around her family. So when something more could happen, we aren't alone. So we haven't explored that. So many unexplored areas of hers and I's connection, but so far it's there and she's amazing. She's a Sagittarius sun, Leo moon, Cancer rising. Oh my God. And unfortunately, those are the only placements I know of hers. Okay, that That is... Like, you're (laughs) soulmate. Well, she sounds fabulous. (laughs) I know. (laughs) No, she does. Um, (laughs) Loves a Cancer rising. That is really interesting. Yeah. But we have some specific questions to answer. My questions are, one, how do you see mine and my first situationship's relationship based off of our placements? Uh Let's start there. Cool. Okay. The listener is Cancer Sun, Leo Moon, Sag Rising, Uh Gemini, Venus, and Mars. Yep. He is an Aquarius Sun, Libra Moon, Cancer Rising, Capricorn Venus, and Libra Mars. I mean, obviously, I get the draw with the cancer placements for sure. Totally. I think that's definitely probably what makes him so patient and, mm-hmm. like, sweet with you is going to be his cancer rising to your, like, cancer son. Like, you like, both a have, deep like, understanding chaos, of that. but also are, like, really right. sensitive at exactly. the same time, which is, like, I'm sure a lot of people have a difficult time understanding yeah. both of you. I'm sure, like, his Libra moon yeah. is a nice, like, balancer to your leo yeah i think that would like kind of i think that's like i think that's what's feeding into that like nice like intensity yeah and, like cute little like flame happening yeah the air is is you yeah know, stoking your, your fire, fire. <laughs> <laughs> and like leo is gonna want to be the main character right. of your relationship and libra is like okay gonna be okay with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure you guys have a really deep understanding of each other. Yeah. We definitely see why, you know, the sex is popping. Yeah, exactly. With With those air signs. Yeah, Gemini and Libra Marses. Those are, you know. Yeah, very compatible. Get along quite well. Yeah, the Venuses, like. I mean, that might just be why you're, like, saying it's a situationship, too. Which, again, validity in a situationship. Oh, but, we, like, yeah, maybe that's just, like, that. all it should be. But, like, the romance. Yeah, exactly. Like, the sex is there, the personalities, the connection is We're there. But, yeah, like, there's not that, like, romantic kind of, like, spark. Yeah, it's not feeling, like, life-altering. Right. Obviously, they have a lot in common yeah. and are, like, besties. That right. can book. Yeah. Right. We love that. That's fine. Let's check out our second question. Number two. I am not committed to anyone, but I love my Aquaman, but Mm -hmm. so badly want to see how mine and my Sag woman's connection goes. And I don't want to use her as a test subject to my queerness. I genuinely care about her and want Mm -hmm. to see how we continue to get along. I've had thoughts that I should be poly, but I don't think in this case, LOL. How would y'all navigate this? Be friends with both and see how it goes with each individual connection? Or get back to being platonic with both? Have space from them? Or just let my freak flag fly? I would choose the last one. (laughs) 
I think let your freak flag fly. And I'm a really firm believer in like, if you're not dating someone, you're not, you don't owe exclusivity or explanation to them. Obviously, it's important to be mindful of people's feelings. Be honest when you're asked, of course, like never lie. Right. But if you're not um, like exclusive to the Aquarius, like there was no... There was no conversation about, like, you and them, like, dating other people or not. I think it's absolutely okay to, like, test the water somewhere else. And, yeah, if the conversation comes up and you feel, like, the need to be honest and open about it, that's fine. And definitely don't be shady or weird. Like, it seems like you have a good connection. Like, don't, don't risk that, I would say. But they also don't – you don't owe them exclusivity. Definitely not. Yeah, I would say, like, you know – be honest with everyone like yeah. you don't need to be like dishing how your date was kind right. of vibe but like yeah I would say make sure I think I this I lean a little bit yeah we're a little different <laughs> on here. a different side of this like I would say make sure everyone's on the same page before yeah. no that's fair yeah yeah like even if Danny's just, a little more ask for forgiveness yeah type. no for sure yeah. <laughs> yeah I just do yeah and yeah figure it yeah, out later which like you do you. But no, I don't think that you should be worried about anything other than you having a good time and doing yeah. what's best for you. And obviously, like, don't hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah. But, like, I think there's no need to, like, pull back anywhere. Because no, absolutely not. Because you got to just follow your heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but good luck. On both of these fronts. Yes. They sound exciting. I'm like, I, I'm like, well, I'd like to talk about the girl more. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think it's interesting that you're both. I love your placements. Yeah. Those are nice. And I think it's interesting that they're, you're around her family a lot. I was That's literally, I'm like, cute. what do we mean by that? That's very nice. That's really sweet. I know. That seems like a really good, like, relationship. And like, like a very nice, safe kind of yeah. understanding of each other. If you're like very much intertwined in that way, like right. with other people, it's giving. In your life. If you were in like a physical safe space, like yeah, yeah, totally. come on. I know. I think it would be hot. I think so too. I think two Leo moons um, are great too because. You're you on the same know page. how much attention you need. Yeah. There might be like a little bit of competition there for yeah. like. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. can be both giving and receiving attention. Right. But if you have a little time. more like cancer angle, one has a little more Sag angle. I feel like maybe that's enough to like balance it out when it needs to be balanced. Yeah. Because you're going to need the spotlight in different ways. That's like, true. If you want to tap into your cancer, you're going to need a little more emotional support. If you're going to tap into the sad, you're going to need just need a little more like attention and fire and fun. We are super supportive yeah. of this. Um, get this girl's birth chart. I know. I'm like, I sound <laughs> What safe. are we waiting for? I'm like, ask their mom at the next gathering. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to close every segment with happy pride. <laughs> <laughs> As you should. As I should. Happy, happy pride. pride. <laughs> For Astro Education this week, we are going to be talking about how you can maybe use your birth chart to explore different relationship structures. Yeah. 
is it giving monogamy? Is it not giving monogamy? Right. This was a request from one of you. We had a, a little submission in our Google form yeah. that uh, said astrology in our what do you want us to talk about section? Yes. It says astrology and non-monogamy. So much compatibility talk around astrology assumes monogamy and seems very focused on finding one perfect match rather than seeing how different signs can be compatible with each other, which I think would make room for different types of relationships and more of them. Mm -hmm. This is something I see mostly in pop astrology and reminds me of how online compatibility calculators from when I was younger made me choose a gender and then automatically filled in the other person's as if it was a heterosexual relationship. <laughs> I would hope we were beyond these assumptions by now. Yeah. Well, we're not. <laughs> right. <laughs> One would hope. We would yeah, also no, hope. Absolutely. I think um, we've definitely said this before, but as a general principle, just avoid Googling astrology. Yeah, like, for really, sure. Like books by people Especially you know. Especially with that anything calculator in the Google <laughs> search. No. Don't do that. No. Um, yeah, there's just, like, so many old and, like, dated websites out yeah. there. Like, you really have to be, you know, reading everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, absolutely. And there are so many, like, we've talked about them, um, and there's so many beyond people we've talked about, but there's so many, like, incredible modern-day astrologers who, like, get the nuance of just, like, the lives we all live now. So there's, like... So much beyond just, like, the calculator now, even though that is, like, on meme pages and things like that. Still what is, like, of course most prevalent just because it's, yeah. like, silly, a, a good way to phone it in. Yeah. Like, you know, but, like, if you're looking to get, like, much deeper, there are people absolutely doing that work. Yeah. Astrology is, like, so dependent on, like the times we live in like yeah even by like what country like yeah. culture you're living in Absolutely. or like political climate and just like how people are socialized has a lot to do with like how a sign will like manifest yeah i think that is why a lot of things are gendered when you look up yes. astrology like taurus men like it's because yeah. like how you're raised to be is gonna affect like a yeah. Taurus in different ways if you're exactly. like socialized as a man or as a woman right. or as you know shout out Gen Z like right. or as you're socialized as a Gen not Z to. <laughs> if you're you know raised as a they them icon yeah from the literally like, yeah you're just gonna have a also a completely different vibe than Someone that was absolutely like, you're a Taurus man from the time you were two years old. Right. So astrology is going to like change in that way and how we talk about yeah. different types of things. So yeah, find astrologers that you love. Some queer astrologers that we love are Jessica Lignato and Chani. And Alice, Alice Sparkly Cat. Obsessed. We love them. Um, so... Yeah, I'm sure there's obviously so many out there. TikTok yeah. is just full of them. Those are more the people that are like mm -hmm. established that we like read. Yeah, those have published like books. books of. Right. But yeah, TikTok's a great resource. Yeah, we'll talk about it here. And obviously, we always try to like take that lens. But if you do want other resources than us, because you should always have other resources. Those three are some good ones to start with. As this person like requested, like just we are. Like, I think one of our biggest things is when we talk about compatibility, that it's not, like, a yes or no Absolutely. thing. Um, but this is, like, totally fair if you're thinking about it in, like, a poly lens. Like, yeah. 
you don't have to be a hundred percent compatible with someone right. to have like a fulfilling relationship yeah. with them. Like you can be looking at this of like no one person is going to like check every single exactly. box. You can have different people in your life to check different boxes. Right. It's a lot about how we talk about friendship, but mm-hmm. obviously like that can absolutely be translated to romantic partners and relationships. Like yeah. Yeah, we're very big on having many people for many things in your life. And whether that's partners, friends, teachers, guides, whatever you can, the more the merrier, really. So we're going to go through some, like, things in the birth chart to look for. Yeah. For less traditional relationship structures. As always, take things with a grain of salt. Do not look at your big three and be like, oh, my God, like, (laughs) I I can never be monogamous, you know, like anyone can be monogamous or not monogamous. I'm not like, I don't feel educated enough to like, like, I don't feel like I have a good understanding on if being like poly is a choice or not. I was wondering the same thing today. I was going to ask you. I'm not sure. I think you can. Obviously, I'm like not mad either way. I was just wondering if that's more like, yeah. In um, the L Word um, Generation Q, yeah. which I only recently watched, I will out myself. Well, the most re- I missed like the more recent season. Uh-huh. I watched it recently. Um, one of the characters is like breaks up with like their monogamous partner because uh-huh. they're like, I'm never gonna change. Like I'm never gonna be happy yeah. just being with one person. Maybe uh-huh. it's like a range of people because yeah, yeah, true. I mean, yeah, it's hard to put a spectrum or yeah, like it's hard to like place anything just by one person. <laughs> I guess we shouldn't really do that in general. But yeah, yeah. But then, like, I think you could also, I think I've seen on the internet before someone referred to it as like, like non-practicing poly. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. I think I've seen that before. I didn't really think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, if anyone watching this or listening, I get confused. Right. <laughs> if anyone here on the other <laughs> side of whatever you're viewing us on, um, yeah, would like to share their personal experience, obviously we'd be down to listen yeah, to. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just also we are by no means experts yeah. in like non-monogamy. So find creators and educators in that realm if yes. that's something you're interested in. We're just opening up your doors <laughs> to more information yeah. if you've never thought about it like that. So that's what we're here to do. So I think we're going to go through all the signs first. Yeah. And give, this is not necessarily sun sign. We'll talk about more specific places Yeah, more this. like energy wise, I would say. And then you can see like where, where these we'll signs are in. in your chart. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like we haven't gone through the signs I know. in a minute. I know. I was literally like, I'm like, feel like we're about to do like a game. Right. <laughs> Aries. Um, I would say, yeah, the more the merrier for an Aries. Yeah. Very, like, impulsive, wants to, like, see something and be like, yeah, I want that and yeah. be able to have it. Yeah, absolutely. Taurus. I was going to say no for Taurus, but, like, I'm actually not so sure. I feel like, I feel like it's too much work for Taurus. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's fair. I think my no was for a different reason. Yeah. And then I'm like, maybe that wasn't a great reason. I think I was just thinking, like, 
they want something super like stable and safe to come back to. But that's not really to say that you can't have that with more than one yeah, person. You just would not. need that so in have, like, your relationships. Yeah. Or so, yeah, exactly. So maybe that's not the right reason, but that's a fair, yeah. that's a fair Cause reason. Cause I want to be like, oh, they're so like sensual and like, see, but exactly. I think I'm it's like, Taurus like, is not trying to, Taurus wants right. to like settle down. You yeah, know what I mean? No, absolutely. Like, Taurus like, isn't trying they to like find go something on good and then it's like, all right, well that's enough. Right. Like, let's, let's do, do that. Yeah. Let's stay home <laughs> right. and watch a movie. Yeah, no, absolutely. Gemini. Absolutely. Like M- multiple partners star for students. The um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the non-monogamy class. The president. Yeah. Of president the of the club. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like in, um, <laughs> I feel like Gemini, like cis straight men are like the fuck boy that like should be Polly. Literally. But just like lies to you instead. No, exactly. I, I think about that so much. I'm like, I think if people just like consensually did what they actually wanted to do or told other people, like it would be fine. Like, I think there's so many people like, I don't know. I was always fine with people that I was dating that I like knew they were dating multiple people because I knew. Right. Like there's so many people that are fine with that, but guys are so like weird, not well trained into society. (laughs) Like to say that about themselves yeah. like if you were just like yeah I'm actually super into dating like multiple people at the same time there'd be plenty of people that would be like thanks for letting me know right I don't but yeah, yeah no, I don't know if it just totally. like seems kind of gay for them probably <laughs> like, no I, I mean, don't I think queer, they were like right? I'm Polly I think they would get so scared no they can't call it that. yeah you'd have to like make a name fratty I know and then <laughs> there's like so much fratty. like <laughs> Like, you like a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. And then I feel like there's so much, like, weirdness about, like, people try to, like, tie that person down. Like, you know, are, am I going to be the the lucky winner, you know? And right. Like, maybe there doesn't need to be a lucky winner. Yeah. No, right. Exactly. Okay. We digress. Yeah. <laughs> Cancer. No. Going to go hard no here. <laughs> It's a no from me. It's absolutely no. Immediately yeah, like They don't no. even leave their house enough. How would they even acquire more yeah, than one partner? Just, yeah, that's very true. Just it's like, a logistics thing, really, for <laughs> me. Literally. <laughs> yeah, cancer is just going to be really sensitive. Needs it would be to a feel lot very secure. To, like, yeah, let someone they really cared about, like, venture into anything that they don't have, like, a eye view of, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would, like, really make, you know, you're not getting to the the soft inside beyond no. the shell. Yeah. You're just, if there's, like. You're knocking on the hard shell there. <laughs> no entry. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Nobody is home. <laughs> Leo. Okay. So, yes to a Leo wanting to have multiple partners. No to a Leo being okay with their partner totally. having multiple partners. Totally. And I say this as a Leo moon. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. I said, yeah, I have, like, they just want to be your main focus. Right. But, like, if I could gather more attention. Totally. That would be Count me in. Which, like, maybe there's someone out there that's, like, down for that. Right. There is, I mean, there is someone out there that's down for that. Exactly. There's something for everyone. So, don't get discouraged. No. There's options. There's unlimited options here. Yeah. Virgo. I said no. I said no. 
I think they like really, I think if you're with a Virgo, you're like on a pedestal. Yeah. And I don't know if they have interest in like multiple pedestals. Yeah. I said it's just like not really like efficient enough. Yeah. Like maybe if you're Virgo, like in like a certain house or something. Yeah. Like, it could like maybe if you all lived in like a commune, so it was convenient yeah. or something. Yeah. I'm just thinking that like. Virgo is worried about other things other yeah. than just like yeah tending to multiple, multiple romances needs. yeah yeah absolutely Libra um I think this one's interesting because I think a Libra has so much capacity to like give and love mm-hmm. but I think like Libras are also very interested in having like a super deep in-depth like one-on-one partnership like the very like fairy tale romance ride or die like attached to literally the like, like we you're are marrying we your are, best friend yeah like kind of equal and one yeah i think like it maybe seems like intellectually nice yeah but yeah when it comes down to it i don't feel like libra like needs more than one like sexual partner yeah no absolutely i don't know and like i always think of like kim <laughs> I will just work Kim Kardashian into every episode on accident. Um, (laughs) But Kim always says, like, there are people for different phases of your life. And she's just, like, Libra to a T if you're ever looking for, like, a good Libra archetype. Um, Like, literally, she's, like, trying to become a lawyer. Like, from reality star. Like, it's very Libra to a T. But and I think that's an interesting way to look at it in a Libra sense because it's, like, deep meaningful connections but one at a time yeah like it's okay to have multiple and like she's been married like so many times life. yeah but yeah it's not one for life but it's one one like deep connection at a time yeah yeah interesting scorpio uh yes for them no for their partners i've said <laughs> i i think sexually yes emotionally no yeah for sure i think I feel like, but at the same time, at least from my Scorpio moon perspective, it it almost seems like for Scorpio, like sex with a lot of people is like almost a form of escapism. Yeah, for sure. But I think emotionally Scorpio is very like tunnel vision and can be like just a bit controlling, like jealous. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, absolutely. Like they're definitely not interested in anyone they're saying to have other partners. Yeah. Um, But I do often think of the Scorpio that definitely like lived with the mother of his child and his child. Like, so there's your like kind of like solid partner. And then was talking about. Oh, (laughs) and then was sleeping with all of Chicago. Right. Obviously, that was, like, not in a consensual way, I'm very sure. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone knew that was what was happening. Yeah, definitely not. But I do, that's kind of, like, I do see that as, like, like, they have control over this person, but they, like, can do whatever they want. But, But yeah, it's not in an emotional way. It's in a, like, control, uh, like. Power play. Yeah, exactly. Gross. Yeah, nasty. Sagittarius. Uh, yeah, for sure. Immediately, yes. They're not jealous. They're not into yeah, we're roles. Just, we're just here to have fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Capricorn? I don't know. I immediately said no. And then You'd I was think like. You no, because you're like, they're boring. But. But then I was like, they love power. They love power. And I think that they're like girl boss enough to like organize and like compartmentalize. No, for sure. And I think it's like. 
I think they would like to have like when I say power, I don't even mean it in like a bad way. Like I was just saying, right? Like with Scorpio, um, I mean it in almost like they would like to have like stake in multiple yeah. people. Like feel like an investment. Yeah. yeah, a stock. Right. It's finance. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah, and having like maybe more of like a hierarchical. Yeah. Is that how you say that word. <laughs> Abby Lee's pyramid. Right. That, yeah. Exactly. Like a pyramid. Right. Relation. Yeah. Aquarius. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Very open, yeah. non traditional, wants yeah, to like confuse any norms. Yeah. And like keep people guessing. Totally. Yeah. Pisces? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I like I don't know. I think like on one end there's like the very like spiritual girly Pisces that maybe. Yeah. But I think like the really just like deep, soft, emotional Pisces archetype is a no. Yeah. But maybe if you've like transcended (laughs) if you're an evolved Pisces. Right. Like maybe there. Because you could just like have so much love to give to people. Yeah. But open mind kind of energy more. Like if you're still like insecure Pisces era it seems like a lot they could not handle that no not at all so those are our hot takes on the signs yeah and relationships um next we're gonna go through what you could look for in your birth chart in combination with those signs yeah exactly for you know something a little different yeah a little mathematical equation moment (laughs) Um, first, we'll talk about the houses. Yeah. So, as we know, the seventh house is your house of, like, relationships and partnerships, yeah. as well as the eighth house is, like, the sexy house. Yeah. Makes, like, if you have placements in either of these, it's going to, like, give more emphasis in your life in general to like Mm -hmm. those areas of life like if you have a lot of eighth house planets like exploring your own sexuality is going to be really important right right or like even looking at it like um like if you had like gemini in your seventh house gemini venus in your seventh house like that would absolutely be like if you were like i don't know should i date someone else like should i date a couple people like yeah yeah, for sure (laughs) So, like, you could really, like, sometimes it's as simple as that. And, yeah, sometimes it's a little more like, okay, what does that mean for me? How can I look at it? Or, Mm -hmm. like, I think something else about 8th house, which, like, I kind of forget sometimes is, like, it also is kind of, like, joint, like, finances and, like, possessions, things like that, which, like, do really relate to, like, the people you are, like, close and connected with. So, I think that is another way, like, to look at it, just if, like, the planet there doesn't, like ring sex to you like it might be like you could maybe look at it in like a more just like joint venture Mm kind of way and that might feel like something makes like clicks a little better totally and then specifically like what planets you could look for in these houses as well are venus it's going to be like your romantic attraction your morals yeah mars is like how you are need like sexual fulfillment Mm -hmm. so like if you've got Again, like Gem- Gemini Mars in right. the seventh house, like you might yeah. feel like you you're need gonna need like a lot going on, right? Um, Uranus is gonna be like where you're rebellious or like uh-huh. against the norm. Yeah, very much the disruptor. 
you could also maybe if you have like 11 like uranus in the 11th house yeah. which is going to be like community like right. maybe you're fucking your community yeah <laughs> you know no, absolutely I mean? like something like that you could also look at the aspects as well it's like mm-hmm. maybe you have like uranus in the 11th house like sextile mars right and then also the moon is gonna be just obviously we know it's your emotions mm-hmm are you a jealous person? What do you need to feel like emotionally secure? Right. You've got the moon in cancer. Right. Proceed with caution. (laughs) Sounds like it's going to be emotional turmoil for you to be in something where your partner's seeing multiple people. Yeah. And like, again, that's not to say like if you have a Gemini sun, but like maybe you have a Pisces Venus like maybe you are like more attracted to that and like of course you can still go for it but I would say like the planets we called out Venus uh, Mars Uranus and the moon are gonna be like kind of the sweet spot for those placements or for the signs that we think would like fit in a little better Mm -hmm. so like I don't know I like everything in Aquarius so like seems safe Right, you know, <laughs> extremely untraditional. Right, like that's not in my big three, but that is in like those planets where it counts for this. So I think that is just like a good way to look at it for yourself. Plug it in. Plug X it equals. In. Plug it in. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Glade. <laughs> in our dreams, <laughs> literally. So instead of doing like a totally separate skinny dipping segment this episode we thought we'd just kind of tack it on to our astro education and talk about our own experiences with relationship structures and in our own birth charts and etc yeah we'll see yeah what what have you got for us okay i briefly mentioned this before but my first astrology reading i got the astrologer said to me She was like, I don't know if, like, one person will ever be enough for you. Mm -hmm. And I always just thought it was super interesting. And I didn't really – she knew – I knew a lot about astrology. So she didn't, like, say, like, your son is in Sagittarius. And this is what I mean. She kind of just, like, talked, which was super cool. Um, But then when I was, like, preparing for this episode, I'm like, okay, why did – like, why did she say that? (laughs) So I went back, and I do think it's – um, I think it's all my Aquarius placements, like the Aqua yeah. Venus, Aqua Mars, and Aqua Uranus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my big three there. <laughs> right. And really? that's in your fifth house. Yeah. It's so all it in the fifth is house. giving like creativity. And very and much like, like, especially with the Uranus, like creative projects, relationships. It's like very much more the merrier vibes. It's totally. kind of like the disruptive energy I got from that kind of like placement, um, which I thought was just super interesting. Um, and she was like, kind of more like, she wasn't like pushing that. Like, she's like, I'm not trying to like push that on you. Like, right. she's like, maybe Polly, maybe not. But like, I just think she was just more like, you have so much like energy and like, you're probably need to get, get like that back from like more than like one person, Yeah, which I think is very valid. If you look at my life, I mean, I feel like I count like the person I'm dating just as like, I like, I don't really put. I don't know if this is bad. Like, they're not really, like, above, like, my friends. Yeah. Or, like, anyone else. It's kind of just, like, this is my support group. Right. Circle, and this one's and a I little kind different. Of, right. Yeah. Like, I kind of just, like, 
I don't know, like take what you need from like whatever. Yeah. But I always thought that was like very interesting. Um, and I think that's why I'm very interested in other people's kind of like relationship mm-hmm. dynamics. Cause like, I'm not one to like, uh, like discount anything ever. Right. Like, and I think that is my Aquarius. Like I'm always just like intrigued by what other people are doing. Yeah. Neither of us are like what works for other people. I would never do that. We're like, well, maybe. Should we try it? I know. Like Like, I always just, am like more like intrigued and like interested in like how things work than just being like, oh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do just like really find like non-monogamous relationships super interesting because I think like the level of security Mm. that and I'm sure this isn't all of them. I should say this by like people I've spoken to and like creators I see on TikTok and Twitter um, that I follow that are like poly. And I think like the level of security and the level of like communication that goes into it is like incredible. So impressive. Like I it's so impressive. And I think like. I mean, I feel like you would just, like, I get it because, like, how could that, like, security and, like, people just being so comfortable in themselves, like, that's so hot. Like, I do just, like, I really, like, have always just, like, found, like, fascination and awe in that because I have such a hard time even, like, communicating (laughs) with, like, one person who I know is, like, (gasps) obsessed with me. Yeah. And I'm, like, like, so I think, like, the security with like within just knowing your partner has another partner and they still value you like I love like I just think that's incredible it is yeah I know I think it's so like I don't know jealousy is so interesting yeah and like I don't know it's it's interesting when people are like oh like I could never be Polly like I'd be way too jealous yeah and that's it's some people come to the conclusion oh I would never be Polly then and I'm like but wouldn't it be interesting if you, like, worked through what no, you're jealous I about? No, Absolutely. And I think, like, something that I think – maybe this is, like, another reason why I've never – it's never, like, completely turned me off to the concept is, like, I – more recently – this has never really been a thing before for me, but I, I used to be, like – well, I used to be very, very jealous. Yeah. But to my – I don't know. I don't want to say defense. Like, I'm not defending myself – But, like, the reason I was very jealous is because I was dating people I didn't trust. Yeah. But at the same time, even, like, outside of relationships, like, even when I was casually dating people or hooking up with people and I knew we weren't exclusive, Mm -hmm. I would get really jealous and I would check who they were following and I'd check if they followed a new girl and, like... That's just, like, that was coming from, like, my own, like, not thinking that I would be, like... um, like enough person to mm-hmm. like just stand on my own if that makes totally. sense to someone else yeah and like that's absolutely what it was obviously if you're like in a relationship and someone's sh- like you think your person is cheating and you're jealous like that's a different kind of like uh jealousy or uncomfortability yeah. if that makes sense like yeah. then literally not even dating someone and like there's no issues there like right. I think that's a different kind of comes from a different place I should say not that like one is better or worse but um, but recently, like when I was still seeing people casually, I was like, nah, I just didn't care. Yeah. I knew they were dating other people. They could talk to me about the people they were dating, which is weird to me. But like, it didn't honestly bother me because yeah, you I care. knew like what I provided and I knew that I would always be the best option. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what? And even just like with the person I've been dating, like I just, I 
like he's not talking to anyone else but if he was like I just like wouldn't really bother me because like I know like what I can offer and it's like if that's like quote unquote like not enough for someone or not what they're interested in like that has nothing to do with you Mm -hmm. so I think that is just like a nice like it's nice to have that but I think you also like do need to have that before you're like I'm gonna date a couple people yeah or I'm fine with my partner dating some uh, multiple people right the only time I've ever like dated multiple people at a time was when I was dating men yeah and like I did not care right at all you know I didn't care about them so I was like I literally don't care if you're seeing other people like right I don't even want to be seeing you right I just got like overwhelmed as well yeah overwhelmed with like all these men being obsessed with me obviously and I was just like ah like I don't I don't feel like that and I remember like it was like my sophomore year of college I like ghosted like five yeah no literally yeah, like went home for winter break and never saw any of them again. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, ah! yeah, but yeah. I know. I guess like for me, like the concept isn't a concern. It is just like the almost like logistics of it. Like, yeah. like I was saying, like I see this person like a couple hours a week because like that's literally like what I have right. available to provide. And like, so yeah, that's just always something I find interesting. Is like what does but maybe it's like totally different because I've never done that before maybe people are like no that's just not even what it's like like how like what is like the time management look like there what is the communication look like I mean I get overwhelmed when just like sometimes I have like two, two of my friends text me at the same right. time I'm like, oh. <laughs> like yeah you know what I mean I'm like oh my god I can't even, like, communicate with everyone at once. Yeah, let me just get back to you next week or whatever. Right, so, like, that is always, like, something interesting to me. But, like, is it just different? Like, is that just not the same because you have that understanding or, like, you have maybe a better schedule or an understanding of, like, you know, I don't know, different, like, the timeline? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's, like, a learning curve to it. I feel like... Like, it's giving, like, a lot of, like, shared Google calendars. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. Like, you would have to, like, prioritize multiple people. Yeah. And, like, when is, like, if you're so busy, like, I'm sure it feels like you don't get enough time with your crush. Yeah. As it is. Yeah, exactly. That's what I always just, like, I don't know if I would be able to sustain. two people being, like, you're not giving me enough of my time. Right. Right. Like I just like have so many other things that are important to me. And I'm not saying people in like non-monogamous relationships, like prioritize relationships. I'm sure they have like just as fulfilling social lives, careers and all those things. But like I feel like I just put so much emphasis on like spending time with like multiple of my friends per week. Yeah. Like working on our podcast, trying to do my best to like do my job. Right. You know, like, I feel like those are things sleeping, sleeping eight hours a day, going to Pilates, you know, like all the other like things that are like actually like very much important to me. Yeah. So it's like I always like, yeah, I'm like, it's just like one more thing to plan. Yeah. Right. And exactly important enough to you, I guess. Yeah. Like, I feel like you like, yes, I don't know. I'm like saying that. And then I'm like also the always the person that's like you find time for things that are important to you. Yeah, absolutely. So that's maybe just never really been important to me. So I've never really thought of how to find the time. Yeah. You know? Well, okay. I will then go into my birth chart. Uh I have this 
I have my son and Mars in Aquarius. Yeah. Which I think is the part of me that is like, I'm like, well, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I guess we didn't even like explicitly say. Definitely, like, I think fire signs are just like the most. Yeah. The top of the list of like, I don't Absolutely. have it. Yeah. To do like a non traditional relationship. Yeah. I have just so little fire yeah. in my jar. Yeah. But I think my son and Mars and Aquarius is a part of me that is like curious and uh-huh. I like follow poly creators and have for right. a long time just because I'm like, isn't that interesting? Like right. we all live such different exactly. lives. Like I'm like, I want to know more about like what this is like. Obviously just being in the queer community, I lo- yeah, I'm respect an and like want to know. <laughs> yeah. Want to yeah. learn. Exactly. Um, But I think like beyond that, like in my chart, I don't really feel like, it's the move. Mm-hmm. Aquarius is my 10th house, which does manifest like the sun and Mars is going into career. Right. As opposed to like if Aquarius was in this like seventh or eighth house. Yeah, as we absolutely. Said. So it's more so like the non-traditional aspects are going into like my career. Yeah. Um, but just overall, like I just have so many planets in the ninth and tenth house, which is gonna be like travel and learning and yeah. career and like my just focus is just not on relationships. Like they've never really been that important to yeah. me. Like they are just really not really a priority. Um, I do have like my Scorpio moon in the seventh house. Yeah. But that's really just more giving like being possessive <laughs> yeah it's much and more of a, like self-placement I feel like for you yeah totally um yeah and <laughs> it's contract- right no that's exactly what it yeah. is like me protecting yeah my, like this is mine <laughs> yeah no, I'm not absolutely. sharing yeah yeah and I also just have so many like fixed signs in my chart so it al- is also giving a little bit like no yeah. this is what a relationship is and like I'm not changing my mind about yeah. it this is what I learned so this is what I'm doing no absolutely in a way um but it is just interesting like my wife made it clear from our first day that they were like like just made it extremely clear that they're monogamous and so that was a learning not a learning curve that was like just interesting like I our know, second I was obviously day like, <laughs> 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 like it has nothing well, to do with me that's weird like isn't that freaking you out <laughs> and I was like I don't know like I literally had to like bring up on our second date I was like Because going into, like, when I had asked them out, I wasn't, like, looking for something serious. Like, I literally have it written down someplace because I just wanted, like, a little intention for, like, when I decided I was, like, ready to date this year. I was, like, I want someone to, like, have fun with and be nice to. Yeah. Was what I was looking for. Right. Here I am. Married. (laughs) But, you know, so I was, like... When they had it like came up a lot in our first two dates and I was yeah. like with them on our second date and I was kind of like I I like voiced that I was like not certain yeah. that monogamy was for me like in my like mo- 
relationship before this i was kind of thinking that i was like maybe i i was like something's not working here and like i'm gay so like that part is working now but something else is still not working here yeah and i was like maybe it is like monogamy i was like i can't do it's complicated and we are not gonna get into it but you know i was like had been just toying with the idea but i'm having a difficult enough time maintaining one right (laughs) relationship i know I am for sure nowhere near, like, evolved enough to yeah. be in multiple. Yeah. And it's not, like, pressing enough to me. Yeah. It's just, like, not a priority that, like, my partner's not down. So, like, I'm, like, right, not yeah concerned or bothered with it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. I don't feel like I'm, like, Absolutely. missing out. Yeah, no. No, I agree. And I think you could just, you know, you live many lives in one life. Right. Like, that's not where I'm at either right now. I'm just trying to, like, sustain a healthy relationship with a person and doing my best at doing that. But, you know, maybe down the road. Yeah, absolutely. You know, maybe I'll have, like, a cult with, like, a lot of husbands. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, my dream. I'm just kidding. I love that for Um, you. But I love cults. It's, like, I'm really on a cult rampage these days. So I'm, like, if you you see me, like, in a white gown with, like, a lot of men, just keep going. Right. Just be, like, yeah, absolutely. Just say, she's peers. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I think it would be, like, I think non-monogamy could be, like, a very big picture healing thing for a lot of people but also just like another disruptor to our um relationship like status quo Mm -hmm. and I think like if you're someone who like feels called to it I think you should I think it like only will help other people like we were saying with like young queer people like yeah and seeing it on TikTok like I just think like anything you could do to like lead a healthy lifestyle in a way that other people aren't doing I think you should do it and I think you should talk about it and Be tell people about it yeah what you're doing because it's really only going to help people and it's like I think it could f- like heal a lot of like codependency mm-hmm. and jealousy yeah. and like just make people like feel secure within themselves and their relationships yeah, like I think that's just such an incredible thing tying to our last week's episode like you do just have to be so secure within yourself and yeah. confident and do so much right no work you by yourself yeah before before any relationship but particularly yeah. if you're gonna be pursuing multiple sexual or emotional or right. whatever relationships um it's basically what we're saying is that poly people are elite yeah <laughs> You guys are amazing. Literally, congrats. Applause. You transcended. Yeah, literally yeah. more evolved than us. Yeah, no, absolutely. So respect. We love you guys. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. <laughs> and do whatever you want. Always. Boo. Boo. You already know it is time for our ghost story. <laughs> Gather around the campfire, grab your flashlights. It's about to get spooky, sluts. <laughs> Except, of course, this submission begins with this didn't end in ghosting, but it was definitely the worst date I've ever been on. <laughs> we'll take it. Still sounds like it's going to be scary. Yeah. Um, we thought this week, you know. To close out our Pride Month episode that, you know, we would just end uh, making fun of straight men. Yeah. 
Seems appropriate. So, one of you wrote in to us. I met this guy because he was my Lyft driver <laughs> and hit me up while I was single a year later. I feel like we've gotten a lot of submissions. I was just like, going to say, why is this happening again? Y'all need to stop going out with your Lyft and Uber drivers. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I've never heard a good thing. No. Especially if they... It's yeah, just it's inappropriate. Just driving you. Call no. HR. Right. He had seemed fun, and he told me he was a cancer son, and we generally vibed. I am a Pisces sun, Scorpio moon, Taurus rising, but I didn't know the rest of my chart before we went on a date. Okay. My car wasn't working, so he picked me up, and we had good conversation until we got to the restaurant. He kept being on his phone, which is fine, but he wasn't talking to me while he was on his phone. <laughs> There were noticeable gaps of silence, and to try to create conversation, we were talking about astrology. He kept bashing his Scorpio ex on the first date and kept saying he hates Scorpios, but then he asked me to look up the rest of my birth chart. The look on this man's face when I told him my moon and rising placements dropped, and if you could tell, he wasn't interested. After a couple drinks, we went and hooked up. After he asked <laughs> if... <laughs> <laughs> Afterwards, he asked if I wanted to go to a bar. We then spent over 40 minutes looking for a parking spot. And also, he was on a Bluetooth phone call in his car no. with his friend sharing personal information about me. Just overall uncomfortable. We went to a couple of places. He was still on his phone for most of it. To return his energy, I started doing the same thing, which led us to be in the middle of a Domino's not speaking while he showed me texts from his cousins. <laughs> he then took me home. I gave him gas money because it's a far drive, and he said in the middle of the drive, wow, this feels like a lift ride. <gasps> and he dropped me off, and he texted me saying he was still hung up on his ex, LOL. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I don't mean to judge, but I love the part where he <laughs> I love the part where it goes. He was definitely not interested. So then we hooked up. <laughs> and then you went out after. I don't think I've ever like hooked up with someone and then went and then out after out. to Domino's. Not like that is yeah, not on just like a first day or whatever. Right. I love that you said let's continue this shit show to Domino's. Oh my god, that is cuckoo banana. I guess I'm just assuming that this is a straight man. Yeah, I, I am too. It's giving that energy. It's giving that energy, but I apologize if that's incorrect. Yeah, no. either way, this I person has straight man energy, which is right. never, never a green a good flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. is so funny. Do we know their signs or anything? I'm trying to see. I guess. Oh, no. He's a cancer. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, yeah. It, well, of course, he's a cancer. Yeah, he got his heart hurt by a little Scorpio. He can't move on ever again. And, like, I just feel like he walked away from this date being, like, thinking that you were the reason that no, it was so absolutely. bad. Absolutely. Cancer's in like, a nutshell. Literally. Like, never the issue. It could never be me. It could never be a cancer. I would like to know, how did the Lyft driver find you? Did you connect on Instagram when, like, right. the year before? 
That's so interesting. Like, he's still, you know, maybe he was just, I guess, I don't know, trying to put himself back out there. That's kind. That's a generous way for me to say that. Okay, also, like, the phone call is really weird, though. What's the Mercury placement? Yeah. Because that is weird. Yeah, especially that he was talking about you on the phone, not just, like, oversharing. Just be on your date. Why didn't he just, like, take you home also? Why didn't we just be like, okay, I have an early morning? Like, why did this date go on for so long? You were at, and you sat down in a Domino's. (laughs) Do Domino's have chairs and tables? (laughs) Apparently. This is so funny. Okay, never do any of that again. I love you and I respect you, but don't do that ever again. And (laughs) definitely don't give a man gas money ever. Definitely not. Like if you need to call someone an Uber, fine, whatever. But do not give a man money for his own vehicle. Like I'm imagining you like kind of asked just to be nice. And and then then he he was like, no, yeah, sure. That'd be great. Yeah, don't offer Definitely not. You deserve to be driven home. Yeah. Especially after a horrible date. That's <laughs> the least this man could do. And the fact that we didn't even discuss the sex, I, it just must have been so mediocre. Yeah. There was clearly, that was like <laughs> the least of the worries here. Right. <laughs> like, I just know you didn't get head this evening. No. Absolutely You deserve not. better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Definitely don't do that again. <laughs> it's the main takeaway. It's the main takeaway here. This was a learning experience. Yeah. So funny. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. And we hope you're laughing yeah, about this. Beware show. of the Domino's date. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us for Season 3, Episode 5 of Astro Sluts. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. If you have a ghost story you want to submit or need some advice or any... Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. My strobe light just started. (laughs) My flashlight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we've got to go. It's giving major haunted energy. I... This is hilarious. Pop up rave. (laughs) Well, I've got to go party. (laughs) Let's do shots. But if you have any requests for our the rest of the season, (laughs) yeah, obviously we love today's request and we really value your opinions and what you want to hear from us. So go to the link in all of our social media bios. We have. We've got a Google form to submit all those different things. <laughs> Go buy our merch on Depop. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye, Bye sluts. sluts.